What do you forget? The intro. <laughs> Hi, I'm Leo. I'm Nikki. And this is... No. You go ahead and say it. <laughs> and this is the Mother Home Mother Show. Good job, Leo. <laughs> I'm so proud of you. Take two. The Mother, Mo- <laughs> the Mother Home Mother Show. This is the Mother Home Mother Show. <laughs> <laughs> yes, this is the Mother Home Murder Show. Good job. I'm glad that you uh, remember what the name of your podcast is. <laughs> Good on ya. I know. It feels weird actually sitting across from you because I, I work so much now that I like. It's like, don't oh, see you. this is so nice. I know. We took a family nap yesterday. It was nice. Yes. It was needed. Yes. Um, yeah. But like with that, I mean, that's the delay with this thing again, man. I have been working so much. Like getting into the swing of working a lot, like more than full time, you know, like between the two places, I'm working a lot. That balanced with the normal maintenance of the rv and all of that stuff like in life and life and then trying to research and record and all that it's it's exhausting (laughs) (laughs) but here we are we're doing it i i i i am determined to not give up so exactly no we want to say patience to our 213 (laughs) downloads that listens to our voices and we're here say what Um, you wanted to say what to them that we're here, we're queer, and, and we keep trying. We keep trying. We make time. We make time for scary stuff that you tell me. Good. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's how, it's how I relax. So I'm finally having a moment to chill. <laughs> <laughs> How's our RV life going? Um, I mean, there's a lot going on. We haven't had luck with the KOA around here. No. Um, the KOA that's close by is the only place within an hour that we can go and empty the tanks and fill up. And... We have not had luck the last two times we went, which has been really exhausting. Yes, um, they're renovating or something and throughout the summer. I think now that it's the end of summer, they're renovating. Right. And it's frustrating. <laughs> um, yeah, it's just that they turn the water off at random times. So we've been on a random two different random days at different times. And both times, as we're there, the water just shuts off and they just don't think that that matters. But this time it was like the whole park shut yeah, down, not the, just like where we were at. The whole park was at without water for like two to three hours. And they just didn't even seem phased by it. I'm just like, what? Especially because people to pay stay at that one, people are paying a, a lot. lot They're paying over $100 at the end of the day to stay there per night. And you're just going to take my water? <laughs> and the electricity. Like everything was like turned off for multiple, for a couple hours. Like. If your fridge is running on electricity and not propane, okay, yeah. what what's going to happen? Or, you know, like, things like that. Like, okay, I mean, it's just a couple hours. It's not a big deal. But, like, people were trying to take showers and couldn't, like, mm. No, and, the, and the, I don't know. I mean, it's usually with the KOS. Like, I'm glad that that exists, but I feel like it's not for the full-time RVer unless 
yeah, is the only place or something. I mean, maybe for the bougie full timer, I can't afford but that. But at, at the same time, like, why would you pay so much when the ser- like I don't know the services. Yeah, we haven't had good luck with the service at this one at all. The multiple times that we've been, not just with the water or anything, but just like I don't know. The mo- every time we've gone to empty and refill, like there there just seems to be an issue going on, and I'm just like I don't know how people are staying here. Yeah, I guess because it's like the only place in town that you can, so they have that going for them. Yeah, but exactly. But anyway, that um, the <laughs> I don't know if you can hear in the background. I think we are getting better. Hopefully, with the noise reduction and everything, but there's a ticking going on. <laughs> well, not right I, now. I kind of went away, right? There's no ticking now, but the car is running, so you might hear the humming of the motor running because we are having bad luck with our batteries. They are. We need to upgrade our battery bank um, for our solar because for the last year, it's been fine with what we have, but lately, we've just been running low. Yeah, and like it's it gets harder because we try to conserve the energy as much as we can. So we have it at night when we're like charging our devices or washing stuff with dinner and it just starts beeping. You're like, no. Yeah, it yells at us a lot, which just means we need to upgrade the bank. But, you know, that's another investment. Um, but that's that's the next thing on the list. So, I mean, yeah. So if you can hear the car running, it's just because our battery's dead. <laughs> Um. Any anything else with? I mean, it's getting freezing up here. It's getting really cold, and I think it's kind of weird because it happens so suddenly. But at the same time, it's nice to kind of feel the fall. But I'm not excited for it to get colder. Yeah, like the trees aren't changing yet, but it is dropping. I mean, we're up at the top of the mountain, really, like up at the summit, and it's. I mean, it's below freezing every night, um, which makes for my early mornings at like 6 a.m real cold (laughs) but that's okay i get some beautiful sunrises yes um but yeah change is in the air you can feel it it's lingering longer in the morning than it was like before it was just like brisk at five but once the sun came up it was warm (laughs) now the sun comes up and it's not Uh, warming up it changes fast um yeah so it's kind of like taking it all in yeah so i mean like but that's part of it. We're, we chose to be parked up on the top of a mountain. Uh-huh. That's kind of what we're dealing with. <laughs> exactly. I think that's really it when it comes to RV life right now, right? Yeah, I think so. And, and I, I gonna, it's so nice to come to this table, figure out our system, and then stack murder or whatever creepy thing you have for me. Yeah. But first, to get us started so we have something to drink oh, I'm so while thirsty. we're talking about this murder... We have wine again. Miraculously. <laughs> I feel like it's been ages since I've had wine, but we have some wine. Natural so, wine, which is nice. Yeah. Um, a few of the liquor stores in town, the wine and liquor stores, have really broad selection, and they do actually carry a pretty decent amount of, like, natural wines. Um, I don't, they don't have anything quite as, like, small, right. limited that we're, like, usually getting but it's organic it's natural it's delicious um so i'll go with it i mean why not right so tonight we are drinking a bottle of the of 2021 saint cosme coats de rhone it's a 100 percent syrah based coats de rhone Mm. yeah let's Let's get this thing open and give it a try, shall oh my we? Goodness. The woman at the store was 
very complimentary of it. Um, old world. Look at that body. It is deep in color. I mean, I w- she was recommending a bottle of something that was way nicer, but said that if I was into that style, that this one would be a good one. <laughs> so I did not feel like spending $100 on a bottle. Oh, so I did not. So I went with the cheaper version um, <laughs> that she said was just as I'm delicious. I'm a budget. Yeah, wow. I'm a budget queen. Let's see. It smells like wine. Ooh, mm. nice. That's nice. Right, like it has a I think it needs to open up a little bit, but yeah. this is really nice. It's pretty bright, uh, not too dry on the finish, but it has a little dryness there. Yeah, a little raisin at the end. A little raisin. That's usually a bad thing in my book, but <laughs> usually to me too. But I think it needs to breathe. At the beginning, it's really gentle and friendly. Um, I think it needs to open up a little bit, just because you can definitely like taste the alcohol on it right now i think that's what it is it's not a i don't know if it's the race <laughs> um according to <laughs> according to winebow.com uh-huh. the syrah vines are rooted in limestone and clay rich uh-huh. soils in the rhone valley fermented with natural native yeasts in concrete vats for six months huh. so yeah i mean natural native yeasts and like nice limestone soils, which I think come through a little bit with this, but it's nice. This is definitely more our style of wine yeah. than what we've been getting. And actually, this, uh, this time of no, it's not very summer. It's yeah, this is like a fall. It does. This is like a, a fall, fall wine. Summer. We are moving into those colder temps. We need a <laughs> a bolder red, but not not something too heavy. This is nice. Right. Yeah. And the label is very classic, or we'll say... Very classic, French. Some illustration about the place where it comes from. But yeah. Yeah, it's a classic label. Um, it does a job, honey. So, tasting notes from them. Deep plum with violet reflections in color, definitely. Yeah, I see it's plummy. Oh, that's the color, not <laughs> flavor. <laughs> oh, <laughs> cut a- that out. Aromas of bright berry and licorice. Medium-bodied red currant and gingerbread. Gingerbread, interesting. Do you get ginger? I don't know if I get ginger. I, I, I'm most likely probably wrong about everything I have said and described this wine with, but yeah. It's something nice to sip on very, very while we... For uh, an option of a natural wine. Yes. No pickle beers over here, thank God. Oh, don't don't thank tease gosh. me with a good time. Mm, I thank miss gosh. <laughs> if anyone in Texas wants to send me a pickle beer, I would be <laughs> more than willing to tell you where to send it. Oh, my God. <laughs> we actually got news. We haven't shared the news. Yeah, Leo, we? what's the news? Oh, my God. Guess what, everybody? We have merch. Merch, baby. Yes. Um, we have some fun hoodies, T-shirts, we stickers, nice patches. patches. So, yeah, you just head out to the justsoansi.com shop. Or Motorhome or, Murder or Show. Or website, yeah, and then you can find them. So it's a really good way to support this podcast. Uh, these wines, so when we find it, we can get it. And, uh, yeah, <laughs> it's so exciting. I'm so excited to get some more stuff. Yeah, I'm else. excited to get my own merch. Yeah, uh, I need to rock there. some of it soon. So, yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited to have Ooh. some. It all looks really cool. Leo did a great job designing it all. Thank you. Thank so please, even if you're not... Buying it right now. Go check it out. It it looks really good. Yes, and the variety, this variety. Yes, variety. And 
like the hoodie it's like a simple design because I mean a lot of the time you want to just wear a hoodie but you don't want like a crazy design yeah. on it it's wear like a minimal like, yeah. minimal branding on there because it's just like you can rock it it can get recognized but you don't have to feel awkward like rocking it all the time because it's like simple yes exactly and then we're open to suggestion let us know send us emails what you would like to see and we will definitely will drop more designs hopefully like cooler yeah. more, even more simple minimalistic so you can roll or it. bolder and bigger whatever <laughs> whatever, <laughs> whatever people comes want to mind. <laughs> yeah okay so yeah great we we totally forgot to drop that awesome and now now that that's out of the way yes. now that we have wine i think i was just stretching it so because i'm not ready for this <laughs> so last time we talked about troy right yes and it was a case that like was close to us like we remembered it it was a little too close to home this week it's not quite like that also we didn't spend that much time <laughs> it was very brief in this place we stayed two nights so we were there for like one day it was our first travel day and getting there really funny of me talking about the weather and being cold because that was very cold we were racing snow to leave town yes. like we we uh, we thought about staying another night because we were i mean we pushed off cleaning and then it was way bigger of a project than we thought <laughs> in the apartment um when we were leaving troy that we like almost pushed it but when we looked at the weather like the snow was blowing in that yeah, night and weird. i did not want my first day driving the rv like yeah, legitimately <laughs> To be in the snow, like, no, I'm not playing that game. So we were we were booking it, and we were we left later than we wanted, <laughs> very because um, we were finishing cleaning. We, our landlords took a while to like meet up with us to get them the keys, um, just multiple things. So by the time we made it to like to the RV to load up to leave, like it felt like the day was already ending. Like, <laughs> yes. our day was supposed to be just starting, and it like. It was already like after twelve, so like twelve end of end of November. So it's like it's winter time. It gets dark early. It felt like it was about to get dark, especially with a storm coming. Oh my god! My first um, time driving the jeep by myself for a very long period of time. Yeah, <laughs> it was it was a lot of first. Like it was, and we were just it, we, it was now or never. And so it was like kind of that climactic <laughs> moment of like, holy crap! Like this, this is, is what we're jump. doing. This is a real jump. And we're starting late. It was just such a anxious chaotic day because we started later and just the whole thing and just all the emotions with leaving and this was our first stop like oh this and I remember we got separated on the road <laughs> and as GPS likes to do like updated like one of us got updated to a different route like a faster <laughs> route after the other one or something so like we were going different ways yes yeah, so we were coming opposite way i remember that like yeah was, we were coming from going? different directions when we ended up at this park and i get there first and i'm like where's sneaky i remember being a beautiful beautiful forest with very tall trees and just being like oh my god it's gonna get dark very very soon and i don't see anything. yeah like it was like it was it was the it, like sunset was ending like it <laughs> it was dusk oh my goodness and like we we were like pulling into this beautiful state park in pennsylvania it was one of the only places that was open at that time of year most places it's cold it snows a lot of places are closed up for the season in november yeah. clearly <laughs> So we were lucky to find a place that was open. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a state park outside of Potsdam. It was the uh, French Creek State Park. 
But uh, it was a beautiful place. Gorgeous. It was raining the whole time we were there. Yes. Um, very muddy. It was muddy, but it was dark when we, like, by the time we, like, pulled into, like, the campsite, it was dark. It was my first time backing the RV up, and it was dark. There was no, there was no electric hookup, right? Or... There wasn't something. No water hookup. We had a, so we had to, like, carry the jug, and we only had, like, the one, like, it's my, like, insulated... Camping little... No, it's my insulated growler. Yeah, growler, yes. So I had to, like, haul that over to get, like... Multiple times to, to fill up the Berkey. There, Bathrooms nice. and showers were nice. But, but like, I had to go, like, five times to fill the Berkey <laughs> up so we had water. Because we were like, oh, yeah, we're in RVers. We know we, have, we need a Berkey. That's the first thing. That was the first <laughs> investment we did when we decided. Like, before we even had the RV, we had the Berkey order. Yeah. Uh, we did research that we were doing about and it, full time. And it's come in clutch. Like, Really not honestly has been a really good investment. The Berkey has thing. come in handy because we have stayed some places with some sketchy drinking water. Yes. And just knowing that we can filter it like that has been amazing. But yeah, I mean we are filtering it here. This is our first night. And I remember just like we didn't have time really to check out. I did go to the grocery store and like get some stuff and we did I think it was like we were trying to like trying to be like optimistic and upbeat. <laughs> But it was raining and depressing and, and like, cold and we were up. cold and just like cuddled up in the RV, but trying to like be like, we made this great decision. <laughs> like, yay. As we were just like miserable. <laughs> like, it was a transitional step. But we also were like, we were booking it south because of the cold. Yeah. And we were planning on hanging out for a few months and doing stuff there. So like we weren't at this point, we were trying to just get out of the Northeast. Yeah, we weren't we really looking be... for a place to live. Like yeah. we were... We had no interest. Escape the winter. We were, yeah. Honestly, it has been. (laughs) Yeah, up until like now in Colorado, like we've been escaping the cold. Uh, Well, no, I say that it's it's escaping, but we still got so cold in different areas, you know? Like, yeah, I mean, we were freezing in Central Florida. (laughs) Like, we were babies, but But yeah, we were were cutting it very close because it was starting to rain a lot and the parks were closed because. You yeah. know, you cannot get in and out because it gets way too muddy. So we muddy and snowy. Out. So we were just like, we have to. It's like, we have to make it south, yeah. at least to like South Carolina type thing. We had to make it farther down to where we like didn't have to worry too much about weather. Yeah, and um, I remember being like little street or like size. Maybe that's what happened. Like I got into like the side streets way and yeah. it was just like houses close to the really tiny road and I'm like oh gosh this is like scary <laughs> I drove through like I think multiple state parks I was just on like a very narrow treed road the entire time <laughs> and I was just like if I run out of gas out here I had no cell phone service I was just like if I I'm I'm goner like I'm just what how is Leo gonna find me I have no cell phone service He he's just gonna end up sleeping in the jeep somewhere like <laughs> I had no idea what we what we'd gotten into, but we made it. We but made we it made to the park. It, yeah. We made it. So Pottstown. So we stayed, as I said, like in the French Creek State Park, um, outside of Pottstown. There's a few little towns, but Pottstown was the one that I drove into to go grocery shopping and stuff. So that's the one I'm talking about. Um, it's only 45 minutes from west of Philadelphia, mm. but. It feels so much more remote than that. Like oh, yeah. we were in, I felt like we were in the middle of nowhere in that forest. <laughs> and even though town, like it's not a big town. So I was like, it even felt small when I got hey, there. Like right. <laughs> it just did not feel like we were 
within an hour of a major city. <laughs> like, not even just civilization, but, like, a major city. Like, we were not even... So, interesting. At least, Philly is a major city, right? I think so. <laughs> <laughs> Don't I question mean, my major. Guessing it is. Anyway. Yeah, so... So, I mean, it's smaller, about Pottstown. According to World Population Review, it has a population of 23,645. The median age is 35.6. So, it's oh. it's on the younger side, which I guess being closer to the city, probably, like within right. an hour of a city, like that it probably drops sense. the age down. Yeah. So, the demographic breakdown, 68.01% white, 21.22% uh, black, 8.88% um are a mix of two or more races 1.21% identify as another race Uh, 0.64% are Asian 0.04% Native American and no Hawaiians or Pacific Islanders is it gonna be this time? not one again Um, so yeah I mean definitely white majority which I don't know. For that location, I'm, I guess, maybe even a little bit surprised by that, by all these numbers. Um, the crime rate, according to bestplaces.net, uh, this is not the safest place to live. Oh. But it's, I think, because of, like, one year. But, so, according to bestplaces.net, violent crime is a 37.3, which nationally is a 22.7. Oh. So, a lot higher. And the property crime is a 64, which nationally is a 35. So it's almost double the property crime and substantially more violent crime. So I'm a little surprised by this. It didn't seem like the kind of place that would be that violent, like just hanging out. Like it seemed a little more quiet than that. But looking at like the annual numbers in 2019, they had 22 murders and 136 reported rapes. So... That's with a population of twenty three thousand. Like, oh my goodness! That, but that was like, that was like twenty nineteen. But then, like, so obviously that was a big year for crime because the year before, like, there was a lot, like, there were like seven murders. So, like, wow. I mean, there were still a little bit of murder, but there's still a few murders, <laughs> but not twenty two. So okay. I'm pretty sure like something substantial. I looked if there was like one major thing, and I didn't see a major murder for twenty nineteen. There was just a lot of murders. <laughs> so, no, and the rapes. That's terrible. The rapes is the scary part. And yeah. the rapes is the number that really doesn't change that much. Like, wow. looking at the statistics for annual reported rapes in this area with the violent crimes, like, it's always oh, in the hundreds. Like, it's always a, like between like 110 and like 140 is like where their rape Jeez. reports lie. And that's just the reported rapes. Whoa, I can't even. So. That's insane for a population of twenty three thousand. This is a this is an issue that the whole country needs to wake the hell up. Yeah. The world needs to wake up the hell up. Whoa. Like wake the hell up about like that is a lot. Yeah, there's something to and in there. I'm sure if we looked into the number of rapists arrested in that year, mm. it's going to be a lot lower. Yeah. Exactly. So that's just something to think about. You know, like cool. Wow. Um, yeah, that's an insane number. So yeah, so like we said with Troy, it was a it was a current one. You know, we it, we it was recent. We remembered it. 
So I wanted to kind of take a step back this time. I didn't want it to be something that <laughs> I could have witnessed. So we're we're going to take a jump back. We're going back to the 80s, early 80s. Okay. Um, Let me set my brain in the 80s. Yeah. I don't even know what kind of hairstyle you would have had in the 80s. <laughs> I don't even want to know. Yeah, you would have been like... Big curls. Kind of like curls. Prince. Some, something like that. Um, Yeah, so it's the 80s. 1982 and I am telling you about the murder of David A. Swinehart Swinehart so my sources for this were the Philadelphia Inquirer uh, multiple articles by Carl Hessler Jr. in the Mercury and an article by Ruth O'Brien in the Morning Call also Till Death Do Us Part a fun podcast um, they did an episode about this, so if you're intrigued by the story and nice. want to listen a little more, they did a really good job with it, so go and check it out. Perfect. What's S- the name of it again? Till Death Do Us Part. Nice. So they do stories, it's a husband and wife, mm-hmm. and she tells stories that he really doesn't care about, is basically <laughs> how they even describe it. Nice. Um, so she tells murder stories to him, and usually they're like husband-wife or spousal murders, because it's <laughs> oh, a husband-wife talking about till death goes part so it's it's a good podcast they're really entertaining to listen to um and they covered this a while back so yeah so david swinehart is a the 43 year old successful real uh real estate developer in the Pottstown area Uh successful enough to be well known in the area as like a millionaire he also drove, as many people described, he drove a flamboyant custom Cadillac uh, with Rolls-Royce detailing. So, I mean, nice. like, dude spent some money on this car. He was showing up. Oh, yeah. For sure. He put all the trimming on there. So, he was doing good. And he and his wife, Patricia, had four children. And on the cold morning of January 19th, 1982, David's 44th birthday... His body was found frozen <gasps> in the back in the floorboard of the back seat of his iconic Cadillac, <gasps> abandoned in the alley behind one of his buildings in Pottstown. Oh, that's not good. Yeah. So, upon examination, he had been stabbed 13 times before dying, oh. as well as 4 times postmortem. Oh my goodness. In addition, he'd had at least 7 blows to the head with a blunt object. So what? someone is really trying to get the job done. Like they were like not ensuring. They were uh. not messing around. And I mean, it feels like they're sending a sign by like his body in his own car behind his building. Right. Yeah. Like, that this is. I can smell something with money. Like there's just some funny yeah. business. Some there. Yeah. So the obvious question is like, who would want to hurt him? Right. Like he's just this local. Local celebrity, local success man, you know? So, the most obvious thing when starting an investigation is obviously to look into the spouse. Right. So, they went to his now estranged. He and his wife were separated. Mm -hmm. They went to see Patricia. Patricia. And at Patricia's house, they found blood spatter in the snow and the ice outside of her house and driveway. So that's a little suspicious. Wait, what? So, so like it was snowy. It's winter. It's snowy, and it was blood. In the and there was blood in the snow and ice oh, around Patricia. on the on the trim of her like driveway. Like, shoveled in the snow there. There was some. There was some blood. 
So obviously something had to have gone down there, or at least they found possibly their scene. So yeah, suspicious. Upon investigating, they also discovered that Patricia was having an affair (gasps) with David's 23-year-old nephew. Get it, A construction worker (gasps) and former high school quarterback. The drama. Thomas DeBlaze. So a little bit more suspicious, right? Hmm. So the investigation took over three years for there to be any arrests. Even with that, like, initial... Wait, what? Even with the initial, like, evidence right there, it took over three years for there to be an arrest. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> um, and and it took over two decades for, their, for before everything was said and done and everyone was, like, in prison that was going to prison. What? It was a messy, messy thing. They even went to this U.S. Supreme Court in, like, an appeals thing. What? Um, for one of the one of the cases, so it took a lot a long time. It took a lot of investigating. Um, it all came down to five people who were allegedly involved in what the prosecutors were re- would refer to as a contract killing of David Swinehart. So, it turns out oh my that Patricia had recently learned that her soon to be ex husband David. Uh-huh who she relied on for $10,000 a month during their separation. And this was the 80s. This was the early 80s, (laughs) and she was getting $10,000 a month in, like, what what is it? Um, Like, mm. I don't know. Somebody's going to be yelling at me about it. (laughs) Uh, But anyway, she was getting paid $10,000 a month during their separation because they weren't divorced yet. So it was alimony. Oh. So she wasn't getting ten thousand in alimony, but it, during the separation, she was getting ten thousand a month. So basically, an alimony. Mm-hmm. But she had learned that he was broke, and after their divorce, she was going to be lucky to be getting a hundred and fifty dollars a month oh. in alimony. What? So she was going to go through a major life change, going from getting ten thousand dollars from him to, to getting maybe a hundred and fifty from him. Oh. That's when they think she set her eyes on that life insurance. Oh, you know, oh, no. he's right. Oh. Currently, he's a rich man. He's got life insurance for uh. some money. Something has to be there. Right. So the authorities alleged that Patricia Swinehart then conspired with Thomas and his brother, <gasps> Jeffrey DeBlaze, which were David's nephews. So her nephews through marriage, the one that she's uh. having an affair with. She conspired with them and then two other local men, Terry Lee Mott and Arthur Hall, to kill David. So they alleged that she was the mastermind of it all. And um, they were going to give them money, so they're like, or something probably, right? Yeah, she, so, yeah, she, the motive, and so, like, she was going to pay one of them, but she, I mean, the motive was also that she was having an affair and she could continue her affair with right. this hot younger guy. So the motive was to collect that $523,000 life insurance payout and allow her to continue the affair. Right. So according to court testimonies, on January 15th, 1982, around 9 p.m., Swinehart was leaving his home uh, in the 200 block of Moggers Mill Road in Upper Pottsgrove, uh, where he'd been visiting his four kids. So it was his house, but it was where she was living with the kids. Mm. So he would often go by after work and visit his kids and hang out for a few hours. So he was leaving there when he was attacked. (gasps) 
He was beaten with a baseball bat and stabbed multiple times. According to Arthur Hall, Thomas and Jeffrey DeBlaze hid outside of the house waiting for uh, David to come out. And when he did, Jeffrey struck David with the baseball bat and then handed the bat to Thomas, who started to hit David. And then Jeffrey began to stab him repeatedly. They also took money from David's pocket. So that's cool. Add some robbery. So then Terry Lee Mott testified that Patricia had arranged the killing by recruiting three of them, uh, including him, saying that she would pay him $3,000 and promised him the maintenance contract on on her husband's extensive properties that she would now be in control of. So she was like, I'll give you $3,000. And you're in control of all the maintenance contracts of all these buildings now. Like, really hooking him up. But Terry Mott changed his testimony multiple times. So it's hard to believe what he has to say because he changed it so many times Mm -hmm. that even, like, the jury wasn't really sure what to believe. Patricia's trial, though, was an interesting one. Mm -hmm. So in the end, she was acquitted. But... Wait, why? What is that quitting mean? It means that the charges were dropped. Like, there wasn't oh. enough evidence to, like, oh, charge her with it. Um, it's what happened with OJ. Uh. If the glove don't fit, you must acquit. Mm. There wasn't enough evidence. So some of the mess was because of Mott's testimony. Because he, he was the only one that was really testifying against her. And he had changed his story so many times. The jury really couldn't, like, say confidently that right. they believed what he was saying. So he had discredited himself by changing his story too many times. Also, the fact that David's insurance trust agreement was supposed to be updated the day after he was murdered. No. And it was changing the beneficiaries from Patricia to the kids. Right. Oh, my So he was murdered the day before he was changing her Uh from being the beneficiary. Interesting. A little bit more suspicious. Yeah, very, very, very Um, But the judge said that there was no way to know that Patricia was privy to that information because it was between her estranged husband and his, like, attorney that there was no way to say for certain that Patricia knew that the meeting was on the books. But you know they discussed it. You know that they had a conversation. You know he yelled at her or something and said, like, I'm cutting you off. But because there was no way to say for certain that Patricia knew that information... The judge said that the jury was not allowed to hear that information. So that was what their case with the prosecution was really relying on. And without that being in their case, they had no evidence. And then without Mott being a credible source, they really had no case against Patricia. So she was acquitted, which sucks. (laughs) (laughs) A quote from the jury, We didn't feel that she was without guilt. We all felt that she was covering that she was covering up evidence, but there was certainly reasonable doubt because if we were to convict her, we had to believe Terry Mott. Right. And you so didn't. they really had to put her entire life and future in the words of somebody that kept changing his story. Right. I get it. It just yeah. Ah, just so annoying because you know <laughs> that she was the one. Like right. she was the ringleader. She, re- <laughs> you know, she was. You know, she. Was. The, who else had the reason? <laughs> Who else like had reason? Why this, this kids wouldn't come in, even if they're having why, a Why would this 23-year-old and his brother decide to kill their they're uncle? strangers, right. They're not, like, and then two strangers that they weren't even friends with. Right. There's something there for sure. 
Yes. In the end, of the five people involved in the murder, three were sentenced and two were acquitted. Huh. So Patricia Swinehart was acquitted of all charges during her trial in January of 1994. She denied any involvement. Terry Mott was acquitted of murder charges in 1985. However, he was sentenced to 20 to 64 years in jail on unrelated charges of forgery and theft. So, in the end, he went to prison anyway. And this is the one that she had an affair with? No, he was the one that was ju- that she recruited no. saying $3,000. <gasps> Arthur Hall pled guilty to robbery charges in, in connection to the murder and served a 29 to 59 month jail term in the county jail. And then, let's see, Jeffrey DePlace was convicted in 1985 of first-degree murder and is serving life at the State Correctional Institution in Huntingdown. <sighs> and Thomas DePlace, the one that she was sleeping with, was convicted February 2nd, 1996 of first-degree murder and is serving li- life in prison. Wow. So it didn't work out for her. So it didn't work out for her. Didn't work out for... Well, it worked out for her a little bit. Like, she got away, right, but she didn't get her young man. You're right. <laughs> didn't didn't probably get what she, was, she thought she was going to get. Yeah. It didn't work out the way she wanted it to, but, yeah, I mean, some justice was served. Three of them went to prison. I mean, another one, the fourth went to prison for unrelated. Yeah. Just she somehow skipped away from it all, which has been people have argued that the acquittal was bullshit. Like (sighs) multiple people say that the judge was probably like that there was a lot going on that really like that should have been admissible or this and that. There was a lot that they said happened in her case (sighs) that they were probably biased towards her and helping her out in some way um uh, probably just that it's a, a, a female rich, in the early 80s i don't know something um, they used to be rich or who knows what yeah huh. yeah and it's just i mean at the end of the day she got acquitted because the jury just didn't want to believe the other one or just couldn't wow. she just couldn't get themselves to believe which is disappointing shorter story but wow. pretty interesting a lot going on wow I'm shook. It's something that I did not expect in in that town. <laughs> I mean, me neither. Wow. I mean, a, a story of greed and lust, <laughs> affairs. In that, I mean, it was just so quick, but wow, it stayed really freaking creepy. Yeah, sorry that it was so quick. I just uh, no, there's no need to apologize. That's that's what we're here for. We we're here for good stories, honey. Wow. Anyway, and Leo. they didn't get no money, but you can. That that's the thing about this story, that you can smell so much, and you can imagine a lot of the interactions, a lot yeah. of the the greed and and keeping a lifestyle. Like, there's a lot there that that you can just smell it. You can just smell it. You can just yeah. smell. <laughs> The drama. Yeah, I mean, I think it was it was creepy because it shows like how bad people can be, but like, but it wasn't even a million dollars. Like, right? It was. It was just over half a mil. Like, I mean, still, like, that's not that much money. If she was getting ten thousand dollars a month, like she was getting a hundred twenty thousand dollars a year just from him, without working. So, like, 
she wasn't lining herself up for a super long time. That was just a few years. Temporarily. Like yeah, if I am if I'm murdering someone, I I my payout better be more than <laughs> like I better be able to live on that crap for a while, not just a few years. <laughs> um, that's wow. terrible. That's ter- I I do not have a price tag to be a murderer. Okay. <laughs> do you? Just kidding. Mm. I think we all. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay. And that note of. Greedness. <laughs> I'm going to be greedy over here with this wine. You already finished yours. I was hooked. I was hooked. Mm. And, and I have to say, it's a really good wine. You were right about the whole breathing thing. The, the Delish. Delicioso. So, don't murder me. Thanks. We'll see. <laughs> we are in the mountains. There's plenty of places to dispose of a body. Oh, terrifying, yeah. Thank you all for hearing and listening to us. In this case, yeah, thanks for tuning in. Tune. You can always find us at www.thervvoicewithani.com. At www.thervvoicewithani.com. <laughs> Just aging myself right there. Uh, drastically. And then, but you can also find us on Insta and TikTok and Twitter too if you want to. Yeah, me. and you can find me directly. At Nikki RV Boy with an I um, on all of the socials. <laughs> and then for me, is that Reina Salty, your drag queen RV or something. Extraordinaire. Extraordinaire. And yeah, and you should definitely check out our TikTok so you can see how we spend Nikki's birthday. Maybe we can talk more about our next episode. Yeah, that's something that we've been busy with too. Uh-huh. I, I got older. I am now 33, <laughs> and no, I don't want to talk about it. Oh, boy. Just kidding. I tell you. But, yeah, thank you for the story. I missed this. I missed it, too. And I need to stop playing, fidgeting with things, because it'll just make no background noise. But I missed this, too. <laughs> we'll see you next time. Make well, sure to download, subscribe, and all the things you know how to do. And then check out our merch. Check out our merch. Yeah, please, check it out. Um, and we'll catch you soon. Adios. Peace out.